Hey, I'm Neil Williams. I'm a mom, a wife, a master certified coach, podcaster, and entrepreneur who has ditched the idea that a 40 hour work week is somehow required for a successful business. I spent years overworking, but then something big happened. I figured out how to take control of my schedule. And when I did, I got way more done in less time and made more money. After that, I grew a multiple six-figure business working 10 hours a week while I was still in my corporate day job. Since then, I've made it my mission to teach other coaches how to grow businesses they love to six figures in just a few hours a week. If you are ready for full-time business success on a very part-time schedule, get ready to find out that success is easier and faster than you ever thought to be possible right here every week where I share the strategies, tools, and mindset that build a six-figure business that doesn't require a lot of time or a lot of selling. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Welcome to the show. So I am so excited. We have been planning this rebrand of the podcast for quite some time. (laughs) It is very unlike me to execute slowly on a decision, but I really wanted to take my time, get some research done, get some feedback on how to rebrand the show so that it is most effective for those of you who need this help. And it is accessible and more available and known to those who want to be building a successful six-figure business as a coach or online course creator or expert in the online business world and doing it in about 10 hours per week. So I'm so, so excited to welcome you to the first episode of The Six Figure Coach, how to build a business that you love in 10 hours per week. So fun. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about lead magnets that work for coaching businesses. So on the show, please know that you can expect all the things about business, what's working right now for coaching businesses. I am sharing my journey. I just launched another funnel to sell my 100K funnel course. Very meta, right? And I'm sharing on Fridays on Instagram my fails. So I'm calling it Funnel Fail Friday. And I'm sharing with you my data. I'm sharing you with you our tactics, the things that we're trying, the new experiments that we're trying based on the data that we have how I go about interpreting the data that I have and how I use that to make decisions about other things that I'm going to try. And so if you're interested in joining us on that journey, if it would be helpful for you to see what it takes to build a 100k funnel, please join us. You can join me at Neil Williams Coach on Instagram and join in all the fun, see all of my fails. I really started this series because I started to hear people say things to me like, well, Neil, you're just different. Like you just know how to do this better than I do. Your brain is just like works that way. And you just know how to do marketing. It's really not the truth. I have just tried a lot of things. I've learned a lot of things. I've educated myself a lot, but I've also learned a lot of things by failing for a long time. So I'm here at this point, yes, but what you may not have known is all of the funnels that I failed to make work effectively all along over the past couple of years. I have figured this out now to some degree, but it doesn't mean that I still don't, every single time I do a funnel, have to go through the learning and failing process to get it to where I want it to be. So I'm sharing that journey with you so that you can see very clearly what it takes to actually create that in a business. 
And so I'm going to share some of the strategies that we use with our 10K in 10 hours students in building 100K funnels in the show over the next couple of weeks. So last week you heard the episode on the 100K funnel. So you have an idea of what the heck a funnel is. <laughs> Maybe you have an idea now of whether or not it's something that you would like to try to use, a strategy that you want to use to build your business. I like to have one strategy that I use. And the sales funnel has been that strategy for me. Did it take me a while to figure it out? Yeah. But now that I do, it's so clear to me and it seems like I'm able to make funnels work for offers much more quickly than I did before. But I had to go through all that learning and failing and I still do with every single funnel that I launch. So I'm going to be sharing with you the strategy behind a funnel on the podcast, but also some of the tactics that you might try. So for the first episode here, I wanted to talk with you about the top of the sales funnel. This is where it all starts. Actually, I take that back. The where it all starts is making your paid program offer because that actually builds the rest of the funnel for you. So I like to work backwards. I like to look at the program that I'm offering, create the offer first, and then I build the funnel around that. So the offers first. What's next is the top of the funnel, which is the lead magnet. The whole purpose of a lead magnet is to attract your people to you and get them on your email list. So there are four things that a lead magnet must have. Number one, it has to be fast and easy to consume. Number two, it has to save your person time or money or some way make their life easier or better. It needs to have a hot and sexy name. <laughs> I'll explain these in just a second. And number four, it needs to be in alignment with your paid offer. So if you want to dive deeper into these four things that a lead magnet must have for it to be effective and grow the right email list for you, you can download the PDF that I made on this called Four Steps to a Killer Lead Magnet, and we'll link the, this up in the show notes so you have access to it. But let's just quickly run through the different pieces here. Step number one, you want your lead magnet to be something that is really quick to consume because of this culture that we live in. We live in the immediate gratification culture, right? So lead magnets are just dopamine hits. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in just a second. So they're like an immediate like, oh my gosh, I need that. I need help with that. That person can help me with that thing, right? So you want to think about your lead magnet is delivering like the Netflix experience. Like you click a button and you get what you want kind of experience. So we don't want to have like 30 page eBooks. I don't even think anybody's doing that anymore, but that used to be a thing. We don't want to have hour long videos most likely because your person's attention is probably going to drop off. So in my lead magnet, my PDF here, it's five pages, which is a little bit long, but it gives you four steps and there's one question with each, with each one of the steps. So you can literally like look at the question and answer yes or no. Does my lead magnet fit that? Does it meet that requirement? And so in about two minutes, you can evaluate your lead magnet for whether it, it has what it needs to be successful and attract the right people and grow an email list that is the right list for your paid offer. So the first one is 
to make sure it's quick and easy to consume. Okay. The second thing that we want to make sure is that it delivers a quick win. At the end of the day, all of us humans, whether we want to admit this to ourselves or not, we're kind of just like, what's in it for us? That's really what we want to know, right? What's in it for us? So when you think about the answer to that question, you want to make sure that your lead magnet either saves somebody some time, saves them some money, makes their life better or easier in some way. That's the kind of thing that you're going for. It delivers a quick win. Now, the third thing is that it has a hot and sexy name. And here is the reason. You want, the purpose of the name is to stop someone's scroll. So think about the next, last time you went into Instagram or Facebook and you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You don't stop until something grabs your attention. And the lead magnet name, the headline, that is the thing that is going to pop out. And so the whole point of having a really hot and sexy name is to stop their scroll and make them think, I need that or I want that. That's the kind of effect we want it to have when they see it, okay? And then the fourth thing is that it aligns with your paid offer. Now, this is really important because if it doesn't, if it's something like that doesn't have to do with your paid offer, you're, you could create an amazing lead magnet. You could have the, like, the hottest name ever and people are like clamoring to get it and growing your email list but they're not the right people for your paid program. And so that list ends up being useless. I made this mistake so many times when I was starting to figure out how to create a funnel and how to do lead magnets and Facebook ads and all of that. And the, the way, the thing that really corrected it for me and made it easy so I don't make that mistake anymore is I create my paid offer first and then I create my lead magnet from the paid offer. And I'm gonna show you how to do that here in just a second. Okay, but you want to make sure that it's in alignment with your paid program. So I get this question all the time, but where do I find ideas for them? How do I figure out what the, is the right idea? So what I want to offer to you is if you've created your paid program offer, then you probably have some steps that your people go through in your program, I'm guessing, as a coach. So what you want to think about is look for like the first one or two steps of your paid program and take that topic and use it as a lead magnet, turn it into a lead magnet. Okay. So the other way to think about this is your off your program, your paid program offer delivers an ultimate result. Okay. There is something that your person's going to get by having gone through your program on the other side. And you want to think about like, what is the first problem they have to tackle, overcome in order to get one step closer to that result? You can think about this as problem, solution, problem, solution, problem, solution. There's a series of problems that your person is going to encounter on their journey to getting the result that your program delivers. And your program, if it's done correctly, should solve each one of those problems along their journey. So just look at the first couple of problems that they will have to work through and the solution that you have for those inside of your offer and use that as your lead magnet idea. Okay, I'm going to go through an exact example of this so you can see more clearly what I mean. So when you do it this way, the beauty of this is that it validates your paid offer for you. Because if someone is interested in solving that first step, it's so much more likely that they're actually interested in the bigger solution that your paid program offers. 
So if you want to test your lead magnets, this is the best way I think to test them is to use the first step or second step of your offer, your paid program as the lead magnets. It just gives you extra way to validate that your program is an idea that's going to sell. Okay, so I'm going to go through an example at the end of this, but I want to give you the other ways that you can find ideas or create ideas for your lead magnets. So that's my favorite way to do that is from your paid coaching program. Here's another way that I think is an amazing way to do this. I did this when I was more heavily focused on time management. I consumed a lot of content and looked at other offers inside of money management niches because I noticed that there's a lot of overlap. The way people think about time and all the things they struggle with with time is very similar to all the things that they struggle with in money. So I got some really good ideas on lead magnets from those other niches that were in the money space for my space for time management. So here's another example. I also now follow a lot of health coaching because there are so many crossovers between what people struggle with in losing weight or getting healthier that people who are building businesses also struggle with. So just think about what your niche is and think about what is another niche where people are struggling with similar kinds of things. And what I mean by that is like maybe they're struggling with following through. Maybe they are struggling with doing hard things. Maybe they're struggling with changing habits or behaviors. Maybe they are struggling with believing in themselves to be able to create a new result or a new goal that they never have before. This is very common in the business world, having tried a lot of things and not having had success with something and thinking that that has something to do with whether they are eventually going to be successful. And I see this in the weight loss world a lot, where you try a certain diet or a certain method of losing weight, a certain idea about health, and it doesn't really work that well for you. And then what I see happen is people make that mean that they can't achieve their goal because that one thing didn't work the way they thought. So just think about another niche that is where you see like similar flavors of struggles that people have in achieving the result that they want and see if you can just use that as ideas and motivation, inspiration for your own niche and look at like the lead magnets that they have. Like opt in to some funnels. This is how I got really good at doing funnels is I just I looked at a lot of funnels. I educated myself about a lot of different ways to do funnels and different ideas that I could maybe try and test out for my own. And I just kept testing things until I figured out how to make one work, okay? So that's my second best tip here. Now, the last thing that I wanna offer is that the best advice I have is to make a list of, let's say, 10 lead magnet ideas. And just pick the one that meets all four of the criteria that we talked about earlier. And if you want to go back and review that, just click the link in the show notes and download that PDF so you have that in front of you. And then test it. You're going to know pretty quickly if it's going to work or not. Because you're going to either have people opting in or not. Or if they do opt in and then they're not opening the emails, they're totally not engaged. Probably not the best lead magnet, right? So just pick something, go with it, test it. 
Okay, so I wanted to also give you in this episode a very specific example. So I have some niches in my back pocket. I just kind of like collect them because I do so much of this work and there's ideas that come to me. Like I see problems all around me all the time and I'm always thinking to myself, somebody should create a business around this. Like I literally have this all the time. And so I just take notes and I jot those things down as maybe future businesses that either I will create or I will help another coach create. And so one of them is something that I decided as a goal for myself and my family at the end of last year. And that was how to live a rich life on a 30K budget. I got so much engagement around this idea. And I had to pause it because 10K in 10 hours started taking off and all of my focus and my attention has been on that piece this year. So let's just say that my niche was how to live a rich life on a 30K budget, okay? So my, that's my offer. My offer is I'm gonna show you at the end of us working together, you're gonna live on 30K a year and you are going to enjoy the life that you're living, okay? So maybe the steps of my offer are something like this. I'm just gonna make this up as we go along. Maybe the first step is you have to do a money audit, meaning you have to know how much you're spending right now. Okay, so maybe that's step number one. And then maybe step number two of the program is creating your own 30K budget. Okay, and then maybe step three is the plan to get to 30K. Like, where are you spending now? What does your 30K budget look like? And how do we start taking those pieces that you're overspending on that aren't in alignment with your 30K budget and start getting them to that, okay? So then my program might also include like how to do those things. For instance, I already achieved this, how to create $1 per person meals, a grocery budget that is $1 per person per meal. And so maybe that's one of the steps. You teach them like how to buy a bulk and eliminate convenience foods. <laughs> hint, hint, if that's what you... If you want to reduce your grocery budget significantly, doing those two things, I promise you will change your life. <laughs> I actually did an episode on how I like I did that for my family and we calculated that we were going to save, like we basically created a million dollars in our life from doing that. So that might be one thing, like one step. We're going to tackle the grocery budget. And then maybe the next step is housing. So maybe it's like housing hacks to cut your housing expense down to $1,000 a month. Now, I have already pre-thought a lot of this, right? So I'm just, I know these are the things that were like the budget busters for us and that we had to really negotiate on and find creative solutions for. And we did. The next thing might be cell phones. So how to have cell phones for like $25, $50 a month, let's say, okay? Insurance hacks might be the next step because we spend a lot of insurance in this country, a lot of money. On, in this country on insurance, whether it's life insurance or car insurance or health insurance, there's insurance for everything that we spend, okay? So maybe that's the next one. And then the last step maybe of my program is I teach you cheap and fun entertainment ideas so that you can stay within your 30K budget and really enjoy your lifestyle. So let's say that that was my offer and I took you through those eight steps to get you to the 30K budget and the lifestyle you really want, okay? And the reason that you would do this maybe is because you understand that wealth is not created by amounts of money. And what I mean by that is not by the amount that you earn. That doesn't determine your wealth. What determines your wealth really 
is more a factor of the ratio between what you spend and what you save. And that can be for any amount of money. Okay, so let's say that was my program. Now, here's what I think would be really cool lead magnets if this was my niche and my offer. I would probably start with either step number one, I might give like a guide of how to do a quick and easy money audit with maybe like no software required or something like that. How to do a money audit in 15 minutes, something like that. That would be one idea. In step number two, which was, I think I said creating the 30K budget, probably what I would do here if I was creating a lead magnet, I would, because this one is directly tied to my offer. So this is the one I'd be more likely to pick as my lead magnet. So I can also test out the viability of my paid program while I'm doing my lead magnet. So what I'd probably do is give examples of 30K budgets, what those actually look like, and then a template that someone could steal and use to create their own 30K budget. Okay, so those are two ideas that you might have for lead magnets. Now, some of these other things, like I could easily offer up like a grocery list or meal plans. I actually already have these since I've done this for us, but grocery lists and meal plans that are about a dollar per person per meal, that would be super valuable, right? So we think about those like super easy and fast. They're saving somebody time. They're saving, they're eliminating thinking that someone would have to do, right? Eliminating thinking for someone, pre-solving something for somebody is so valuable. Like I would pay for stuff like that all day long if that's really what I wanted, right? With my email address, if it's a free lead magnet, for sure. So you wanna be thinking about your offer and the result that you're delivering and how you can create a lead magnet that is just the solution to one of the little steps that they're gonna to need to go through in order to get to the bigger results. That's my best idea. So here's my challenge to you this week. Go list out 10 ideas for lead magnets and then pick one. And then I'd love to know what you name it. What is the hot and sexy name you come up with for your lead magnet? And if you download that PDF that I created for you, that's a companion to this episode, you will get some emails with, from me with videos on ideas of how to do those steps. And one of them is my favorite tip for creating really amazing names for your lead magnets. So share with me on Insta what your lead magnet is. If it's so good, I would love to be able to reshare that for you. And maybe it's something that I want and then I will opt in as well. So there you have it. That is what we are looking for in lead magnets. You know, the four things that they must have. And now you have three to four ideas of where to go to find them. Again, this is going to work best if you've already created your paid program offer and we're just finding little pieces inside of that paid offer that are great options for lead magnets. Okay, go out there, make your list of 10, pick one and go out and test it and share your idea, your name with me so I can celebrate with you. All right, I'll see you next week. Have an amazing week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Consistently selling out your coaching program, course, or mastermind is so much easier when you have an email list of qualified leads. And the trick to growing this kind of email list is all in your lead magnet. 
Grab my free cheat sheet, Four Steps to a Killer Lead Magnet, so you can grow a list that lets you sell your program on autopilot by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting my website at www.neilwilliams.com. Have a gorgeous week, and I'll see you right back here next week.